You may think your hotel is already green, but are you green enough for today's eco-conscious traveler? Welcome to the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast, your destination to learn from hospitality professionals on the value and opportunities sustainability will bring to your organization. It will put more heads in beds and lower costs at the same time. We are your hosts and sustainable hospitality experts, Kathy McGuire and Amy Walls. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast. I'm Amy, one of your hosts, and we are live again at OHLA's uh, annual conference and gala. And this is the evolution of hospitality. I can't quit prefacing that past, present progress. Um, this is a great way to segue into our yep. conversation with Corey Miller, who is from Heartland Charging Stations. So, um, Corey, thank you for your time Absolutely. today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this conversation because EV charging, right? It's it's a lot of the buzz right now. The infrastructure's tr- changing, um, state, nationally, all over the world. And businesses are really starting to think about, um, is this part of my, stra- my sustainability right. strategy? How does this add to my bottom line? Is there a business case to it? And you know, all of those things, yes, it's true, but I think there's some other things that you need to think about. Absolutely. Um, and, and give some good consideration to before you make the leap. And so we are going to debunk some myths, give you some best practices. Um, but first, Corey, let's talk about your background. So you, um, your career began, you are a medical, uh, mechanical engineer. Yep from the Ohio State <laughs> University correct. Center for Automotive Research. That's a mouthful, but yeah. very impressive. I am Ohio State grad as well, so go Bucks. Yeah. Um, and you are the founder and CEO of Plug Op Technologies, a software development company for operating systems of charging stations in multifamily shared parking applications. And additionally, you play a crucial role as an EV charging specialist at Heartland Charging Services, uh, a leading Midwest charging station installer and service provider. Yep, that's that's a mouthful of, of my entire biography. Yep, that's correct. But really what kind of got me started off in this industry is, again, I'm a mechanical engineer. In graduate school, I started doing electrical engineering work around EV charging, optimization for, for fast charging applications, battery modeling, all of that type of technology that's really becoming on the forefront of this new industry and new EV wave, right? And so the Center for Automotive Research has countless projects, and I can't plug them enough for everything that they're doing in the world of sustainability. Um, but yeah, that, that's really where I kickstarted this, and then Plug App is kind of a spinoff from those types of concepts where we're doing energy management with software to really help with the transition of what's happening on the grid side um, of EV charging across the board. And then Heartland is just doing everything that they can to be a local support system for companies that are thinking about incorporating charging services into their business models. And I think, you know, a lot of people, so it's twofold, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking about EV charging, which you should be, especially if you're in hospitality, because it's interesting, now travelers um, are starting to choose hotels based off of if they can find a place to plug in either their vehicle or the vehicle that they have rented. So, you know, there are many reasons why it should be um, on the forefront of your, you know, strategies are moving forward. But back to that twofold, it's not just about having the actual charging station itself. It's about thinking about 
what can that station do for me? Right. What is the maintenance that is involved? And um, Absolutely. what other things? Yeah, one of the big issues that we see in the market today, and we, and we work a lot in multifamily and also in hospitality, is these companies are looking at it as an amenity where they'll install the charging station and they'll check the box on their website to say, I have charging stations installed. But there's a lot more complexity that goes into it around building a valuable experience for those tenants, guests, whoever's coming to use those charging stations. And if you're not thinking about it holistically and also how you can build it into your business model, then it sometimes becomes rendered useless in a way where that charging station might be hindering your business even because it's having a negative impact on those EV owners that are coming to use the charging station. First right, because the last thing you want is somebody to choose your hotel for um, a meal or yeah. to stay and then they get there yes. and, and they can't charge their car. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's one of the big focuses today is if you don't own an EV, your number one concern is what is the range that I can have on the EV? It's range anxiety, right? After having an EV for a couple of months, it always transitions to charger reliability. How do I know when I go to a charging station that it's actually gonna be up and working? That is by far the biggest concern, um, an issue that EV owners are running into today. Interesting. Okay, so we gave a little background. So. And we've, we've talked, kind of hit attracting a new kind of travel. Yeah. yeah. Because this is this is a new, we're seeing emerging need um, for hospitality to start to think about. And as you're saying, multifamily right. development. How can, let's say, a hotelier increase retention, use this as a marketing tool with, you know, aside from the obvious? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing that I'll say is, you know, it doesn't really matter about rural versus urban settings right now. Most, a lot of clients that we talk to are in rural settings. Interesting. However, it's it's not, you don't want to put the charging station where the EV owners are. You want to put it in between where they're going in a lot of aspects. So I was just talking to a, a lady earlier that has um, uh, just a bed and breakfast kind of in rural Ohio. And she says about a quarter of their um, residents that come through own an EV now. And so this new demographic that's happening is these long-term travelers that are seeking out these places specifically for a reliable charging experience when they're staying overnight. So it's definitely different and you've got to kind of switch the mindset about what type of people are going to be coming in. Not only that, what we're seeing right now with the early onset of EVs with a little bit of higher prices is you definitely have you know, a, a larger you know, socioeconomic status person that's coming in. It's just the fact of the matter, prices are gonna be going down, but you can certainly rely on those um, you know, types of food industry, you know, the, a higher end experience for staying overnight. There's a lot of things that you can build in around that charging station based on the demographic that's going to be coming in today. Interesting. So it can be an add-on. Yeah. It can also be, um, what would you call it? It, it? It's it's kind of retention to bring in other types of revenue. Gotcha. Right. Because you're attracting guests. That's one of the big focuses of most OEMs today of charging stations. Yeah. Put them near something that or you know, put them in tangent with another business model like Electrify America with sure. Walmart. They're putting them at all these Walmarts because they know that if, if we attract guests, then they're gonna go inside and they're gonna, they're gonna shop around for a little bit and probably spend a little extra money. The same is absolutely true with hospitality where you have these other retail locations around them. That's a really great point. Um, okay, so how can this, you know, I think the word ESG, mm -hmm. right? Um, and 
environment, social governance. Uh, we're hearing it a lot more when it comes to the hospitality yeah. industry. But I think at the same time, people are like still hiding because they're mm -hmm. they're not sure, especially for an independent yeah. hotel that doesn't think their impact is as great uh, or they don't need to do. How can this fulfill maybe a bigger part of that strategy? Absolutely. Um, so. One of the number one conversations that we have about EV, and hopefully I can debunk some myths here with this too, <laughs> um, is are they actually good for the environment, right? So, the, you know, the number one thing I, I would say- I love this. I'm so the, glad you went there. The number one thing I would say is you are absolutely helping climate action goals by having EV charging, and it is the face of a lot of these things. You can have other ESG, but what they're going to see when they come to your hotel is EV charging, and it kind of demonstrates your support for those types of things. Now, the number one myth here, you know, in a lot of these uh, areas is, are EVs actually good for the environment? And so to give a couple of statistics, today about 30% of global uh, greenhouse emissions in the United States actually is uh, about 30% attributed to the vehicles on our road. Wow. Um, of that, you know, we got to be thinking about where that actual, you know, fuel source is coming from because they're saying, okay, so the the energy that's being used to charge the vehicles might not actually be green itself, right? So when you look at the holistic lifetime of these vehicles from manufacturing to producing the electricity to actually driving on the road, already today we're, we have less emissions from EVs versus ICEs. But over half of the emissions come from producing that electricity. To me, that's the, the ceiling that we can get to because that can go to zero, right? Mm -hmm. By using renewable energies and other ways. So it, it's, it's less of this conversation of they're gonna be immediately beneficial. We need to first make the use case that we can use renewable energies to charge our cars. So we have a much larger ceiling if that makes sense in terms Absolutely. of green sustainability by using EVs. And so talk a little bit about, um, and that's great by the way, yeah. you know, the first thing you led with is really about brand reputation. Yeah, It's almost similar to me as, you know, you. how can you think about offering a luxury product and serving plastic, right? Those things don't yeah. go hand in hand. Absolutely. Um, you immediately are going to present yourself in a certain way if you, if you um, are not starting to think about mm -hmm. how to reduce that plastic. Same with EV. You're going to put yourself in a certain class if yeah. you have an EV and you're going to be looked at as a leader. Mm -hmm. And then, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, there is a lot of, you know, chatter out there always when you talk about EV vehicles and mm -hmm. how, oh, the batteries, um, yeah. they're going to, they can never... Uh, whatever the technical yeah, term is. Be reused. Yeah, so, so one of the major concerns around EVs today is, okay, if, if we're using all these vehicles and the battery degrades to a certain percentage, then you have to replace that battery, right? And then what happens to that battery after the fact? Um, and a lot of people are thinking, well, they can't be used and it's going to lead to other waste, right? However, there's a lot of really cool tech startups and other spinoffs that are happening to reduce that waste. Yeah. There's a company out of California today, um, and I'd urge you to, to look at this YouTube video. It's by Jerry Riggs Everything, who's a big YouTuber. We'll, we'll link it yeah, if you'll give it to us. Absolutely. And, and what they did is they, they have this giant industrial chipper, and they take the entire battery of the vehicle, put it up on a conveyor belt, and drop it in, and they literally reduce the entire battery down to its core components and they reuse like over 95% wow. of all the materials. 
and all, you know the lithium isn't going to waste it's still in the batteries and all of that can be reused so there's ways to get around this we are just such in an infant industry yeah. that we have to catch up to these things yeah. um, from the center for automotive research another great project that they're doing is they're taking these old batteries from vehicles putting them in a stack and using them in tangent with grid to make grid reliability and basically second day or uh, second sources of energy when there's outages oh wow so there's a lot of cool ways that we can go about utilizing old batteries yes. that people aren't thinking about yes so and that's always what happens when you know we evolve into a new way of living yeah. um, the internet was a great example uh -huh. right nobody I remember my husband telling me that aviation they wanted to put their training online and they said oh the internet isn't going to be around yeah. you know I mean there's so many crazy stories to that and this is gonna be one of those we're gonna look back in 25 years and we're gonna say how did we ever think that there yeah. were gonna be combustion engines yeah very much longer but I get it change is hard but we're here yeah. to help you with that change um, so Absolutely. tell me about we kind of talked about the mistakes that you're yeah. seeing happen and a lot of that is with maintenance and mm -hmm. not really thinking through yeah. this yeah. this implementation into your organization right. give some people some practical ideas things to think about right while vetting yeah. a company first and foremost um, you know they, they tend to break charging into very large categories right in terms of power output at the end of the day you have a spectrum and you can configure them with whatever power that you want so it's it's very critical in my opinion to be thinking about your specific application and how long you want it to take to recharge those cars and hospitality the window that we look in is about six to eight hours because you're gonna have overnight guests that are gonna be staying there um, that's the number one thing. So definitely be thinking about that power up, but you might not need a DC fast charger, which is incredibly expensive. It right. might make more sense to do a lower level charging for overnight. So that would be more of like a level two charger? Exactly. Okay. Yep. So that'd be a level two charger and, and the cost differences of those are tenfold. Okay. It, it's, it's incredibly costly uh, to get into some of those. And we can talk about the benefits and pros and cons, but th that's the number one thing that I would think about. Okay. The number two thing that people aren't thinking about, uh, going back to that checking the box for an amenity, they'll put in one charging station and say, okay, we did it, it's done. But in reality, our adoption rate is gonna increase year over yeah. year over yeah. year, so that one charging station might not make sense even two years down the road. Gotcha. So one of the big cost hurdles is the electrical infrastructure to actually power the charging stations. So it makes more sense to do all of that once. Mm -hmm. Prepare for mm -hmm. more, multiple, several charging stations down the road, but just install one today and just expand as you need to. We say dig once is the best way to put that. <laughs> and you know, I think that's really important holistically when you're looking at sustainability mm -hmm. regardless. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to check boxes, pick some a la carte things, and I understand that, but in the long term, right creating a strategy, really looking at ROIs and the yep. way all of these are going to work and and talk to each other yeah. essentially um, is so beneficial. Um, Absolutely. So, okay, what I'm hearing you say is you have to be thinking about, yeah. right, EV charging. Right. It, it's, it's definitely a more complex conversation than just going out and buying a charging station. You want to make sure you're being very meaningful and thoughtful about this. And to your point, too, thinking about the ROI that you can generate from this. And to my last point of another thing that you really got to think about is what's that experience going to be like second day. Sure. 
Um, too many times I've gone to hotels that have charging stations and you walk inside, ask the concierge, okay, how do I use your charging station? And they'll be shuffling through a stack of papers with it written down somewhere on the backside of how to use the charging station. And that's the last thing that you want to do is have your, you know, concierge be scrambling for these types of things. You want it to be a seamless integration where somebody comes up to that charger and knows exactly how to use it and exactly what pricing it's going to be like. And you said the right word because the reason hospitality is, exists, right, mm -hmm. is because of an experience. Right. And so no matter what that interaction is with what product or service, you want to make sure that you you know what you're doing yep. and you can convey that seamlessly with a guest. Absolutely. So that's a really important. So talk, tell us then how can Heartland um, help them decipher what? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So to give you a sense of the industry and kind of how we started, um, it, it's an infant industry. You know, we have about 150,000 total public charging stations in the United States today. By 2030, it's predicted we need over 800,000. Wow. So it's growing so fast. And what most of these manufacturers of charging stations are doing is they're investing heavily and just putting as many posts in the ground as they possibly can with not much thought about the upfront design uh, to put in the charging station today and then prepare for the future. And then also that second day support and services. So that's really where we fill that gap. What we're doing is we're partnered with a very large OEM that provides the hardware, but we're that local arm of them, specifically with a, about a five hour radius of Columbus. And we, we go out, we do upfront design, we consult, we help them understand the best approach to take for charging. We actually do the install and then we do all the second day maintenance and account management to make sure it's that seamless experience for the guests and that charging station is always working. Awesome. So. How can um, our guests find you if they're looking for information? Yeah, absolutely. You can check us out on our website. We have a LinkedIn. Um, I'll also, you know, give you information about us online that they can search us with some emails and stuff too. We have a, a group of really great consultants in a way um, at Heartland Charging Services that are more than willing to come out and just give advice, lunch and learns, and educational pieces. Okay, so, so. lunch and learns. That's a great opportunity yeah. to start to get absolutely. some foundational knowledge as you're, you know, right. weeding out all of the companies and yeah. deciding what's important here. Actually, another thing that's really unique about us too, as being a local piece here, we're based in Dublin, Ohio, and what we've built is what we call a charging experience center at our office, where we have DC fast chargers, oh, cool. level two chargers, and really a showroom with a number of EVs, okay. where they can come out, touch and feel, and really experience what it could be like at their own property. Oh, that's incredibly valuable. So, okay. Yeah. Well, we are gonna link all of that good stuff. You're gonna send me that YouTube, Absolutely. right? And um, how to get in touch with Heartland, how to find out more. Thank you for your time today. Absolutely. And really helping to navigate something that can seem mm -hmm. incredibly complex, but at the same time people know needs to be on their right. to-do list. Absolutely. So, well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your time here at the Thank conference. Thank you, you too. <laughs> Thank you for your time and tune back in. We will see you next time here on the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. And if you'd like a free consultation on becoming a much greener hotel, please visit us at sustainablehospitalitypodcast.com.